It's that time, kids. Time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson, and it's our 100th episode. Firework explosion. Oh, it's 100 episodes. Can you believe it? 100 episodes, It's man. quite amazing. Every time we have one of these milestones of like, it's been one year, and now it's like 100 episodes, and it's like, oh, wow. It's quite impressive. Yeah. It's kind of double-edged sword, though, because like time goes by so fast it reminds Especially, you of how quickly time goes by doesn't it because it doesn't seem that long like it yeah. doesn't and the older you, i get the faster time goes so this I, I i really enjoy making this podcast but at the same time it's it's a reminder of how old i am and how fast time goes <laughs> yeah it really so is so if we ever stop doing it that will probably be the reason why because I'll, I'll i'll feel like i'm just getting too old times going too fast but you'll be like every time we talk my fake teeth fall out and i don't want to do it anymore yeah but today so we thought we were we're gonna do a mailbag but it turns out it's more like a postcard <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we know we have listeners because we look at the metrics but I, I guess think it's a bunch of bots, man. You think it's yeah, it's all bots. <laughs> but that's okay. We still we still enjoy it anyway. Yep. And we're not going to get all butt hurt because we're the ones who tell all the kids to get used to disappointment, right? Yeah. And we're used to disappointment. We're kind of older. We're Gen Xers. We're 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 all we're all about that disappointment. So we're we're not going to be butt hurt because one, we did get at least we did get one message. We got a message from Timmins, Ontario. From our buddy Nostalgia Nate, our friend and supporter, who asked us a question, um, I actually talked with Nostalgia Nate. We had a we had a conference, and he showed me his collection, and we had a great conversation. And I have like excerpts from that on our articles. I have an article about it. Really, really cool guy. Um, so it, we couldn't have got a better postcard. He's worth a whole bag of mail, in my opinion. Hey, and it's from Canada. Yeah, well, he's from Timmins, Ontario. Do you know who else? Do you know who started out in Timmins, Ontario? No. Shania Twain. She used oh. to do, that's her hometown. She used to do honky tonks and taverns before she got big. She's from Timmins. So Timmins in Northern Ontario is full of some very beautiful people. All right. I, well, I Canada think in general, be. like, sends a lot of great entertainers to our country. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. You think they stay there? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I think per capita they have maybe more entertainers and musicians that are big in America than 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 we do. So I think I think he's pretty proud, and he should be. And we're gonna read a question from him. He's he's the guy. Who, and then you know what we're gonna do after that? When life gives us lemons, we're gonna make lemoncello and get hammered. That's how we roll. We don't cry like little weenies. I sent you a link. Did you get the link? I got the link. So for our hundredth episode, we're gonna have our drinks and we're gonna make our own mailbag. You've got your eighties, nineties cup there. I've yep. got uh, my little pony cup. <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. That has to be your wife's. It is hers. Yes. Thank goodness. You're scaring me for a minute. All right, let's see if we can do this. Toast. Cheers. Bling. Bling. There we go. Happy 100th. Happy 100th. Glad we made it. Congratulations. Okay. okay. So let's Question. answer the question from, from Nostalgia Nate first. 
okay. which which is great. He's got a good question, actually. Uh, Nate says, always fun listening to the show. My question for a mailbag episode is, did you ever have a pen pal in the 80s or 90s? Remember when handwritten letters were a thing? How about it, Milo? Did you? I have actually two two things in my head about this. I do recall at some point in grade school that they had us do something like that, where we wrote letters to somebody from somewhere. Like I don't remember where those other people were, and I also don't recall if we ever got replies or whatnot. So no, never. The closest thing to a pen pal I had would be my grandmother, who I would write letters to, <laughs> and she'd write letters back. But that's but you about still it. wrote real handwritten letters, right? Yeah, they were still handwritten letters. I doubt she could read anything I write. My handwriting has always been terrible. Uh, but yes, yes, that's that's the closest thing ever to a pen pal. But no, never really had a proper pen pal. So I have two two things from my memory. The first is from when I was a kid in the eighties. Did you ever do those balloon launches? Those Nancy Reagan balloon let goes. So everybody would get together in 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 the schoolyard, and you had helium balloons, and at the same time, this was kind of a Nancy Reagan dare thing. You'd all chant, just say no, and you release all the balloons all at once. <laughs> Never did that. We, well, we did that. It was okay. I think it was a Nancy Reagan thing. But, you know, we're kind of snarky bad kids. So when everybody else is saying, just say no, like my friends and I would be, just do blow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, our school, what we did was is we actually tied handwritten letters. We put it in like little plastic bags and really tied really tight the handwritten let these handwritten letters. Because the the balloons can actually go far depending on if they hit like if they get a in into the jet stream or whatnot. Some of them can go pretty far. And so we'd have these letters and every once, you know, every year a few at least a handful of kids would get letters back. And I remember this guy named Jerry. Did the letters got- arrive by balloon as well? That would be <laughs> That'd be awesome. kind of cool, right? <laughs> and then a little balloon comes floating yeah, in. Yeah, I got your letter. You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> That'd be rad. Yeah, but you get it through the mail. And I remember the one I remember most is this kid, because he, he, this kid, Jeremy, got one from far away. I forgot which state, but it was some state back east. And it was from a farm kid. And he's like, Dear Jeremy, I found your letter in my pig pen in whatever eastern state. And we were like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, so I remember that. That's pretty and cool. And then, go ahead. I was just saying, that's pretty cool, actually. That's that it- pretty cool, right? That he got a letter from so far away from a little message he sent on a balloon. Absolutely. And like I said, most of us didn't get any because the chances of anybody seeing our little, you know, it's pretty low. But I should add, this sounds very environmentally unfriendly. Yeah. <laughs> What's the 80s, man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, balloons and plastic balloons. bags. And, exactly. Yeah. I've said some styrofoam cups. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Environment sucks anyway. Whatever. <laughs> then the second story I have about this is when I was in the Navy in the late 90s, um, we we get an actual mail bag that was full, unlike ours, um, around the holidays. And it's a bunch of letters from school children from back home. So everybody could go to get the mailbag and get like up to five letters from these school kids back home. And it's kind of nice, right? Because especially if you're on the ship at sea and life sucks, right? You you like port, but when you're at sea, life blows. You're just stuck on this ship 
and, and it sucks, but it's kind of nice to get some letters from, from kids and they're like, hi, I'm Jimmy from Mrs. Johnson's fourth grade class in Lexington, Kentucky or something. This is what we're all about and send pictures or whatever. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah, that's nice. Especially since we were overseas sailors, we hadn't been home. I hadn't, I hadn't been to the States in years. Um, and then we write back to them. So I tell them like, hey, thanks for the letter. I'm Airman Fenderson. I'm an aerographer's mate. So I do a lot of weather and oceanography for the Admiral staff on a ship called the USS Blue Ridge. And I send a picture of the ship and picture of me and my buddies. And so we'd have a little bit of pen pal action there. And even though we, we had email and this is the late nineties. So we had mid to late nineties, we had email, but they were still doing letters. Like it hadn't died yet. So. Yeah. That's nice. I wonder, yeah. Now they probably just do a via email and it kind of, it, it would lose some of that. I mean, here's a digital attachment of a picture of us and you know, it's not as exciting to actually get the letter, open the letter, unfold it and read it and stuff. Yeah. It's very different. Very different. I think you're right. Um, it's, you know, we get a handwritten letter from a kid and kind of his kid handwriting, like he just learned cursive or something, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. dear service members, kind of on, yeah, like, you're, spelling's you, not you kind of have right. to like decipher it. And you're like, okay, yeah, okay. That's probably what he's saying there. Okay, yeah, there's there's a lot of misspelling. <laughs> I don't know what you're being taught there in Lexington, but keep it up, Buster. You're doing it. You're, you're all right. But yeah, it was kind of nice to get those letters. And I don't, ah, they, Nate's right. I think maybe he, he, he's talking about like the feel of those handwritten letters. Um, I think that probably started dying in the late nineties. And by yeah. the turn of the century, it probably was pr probably pretty much dead. It, handwritten letters probably died at the same time. Blockbuster died around that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's probably still a few people that send them just, older crowd for nostalgic sake or that kind of stuff on occasion to send a letter. Mm. But most I ever put in the mail might be yeah, a card for holiday or something like that, or, or a postcard or something to a family. member. Well, yeah. And when I was in the Navy letters. port hopping, when I was um, courting my then girlfriend, now ex-wife, I'd send her like postcards from all the place I was at. Like, Hey, don't forget about me when I come back, mm. I want to get together. So I send her postcards and stuff. So, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's kind of dead. Yep. Maybe we should revive it. You know, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not a fan of writing letters, hand out and hand letters anyways. I'd rather type it out. Well, why not type it out like on a typewriter then if you like typing so much? You know, it's funny enough. I did write a letter to uh, my mother when she was in prison a year or so ago before she died. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I did write her a letter. She didn't get it. So funny thing. So it turns well, here, out. Here comes a story from Milo. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Kind of going off here. But yeah. So she sends me a letter and she's like, hey, you know, da, 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 write back and all that and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll write her back. And, but I was waiting till after I got married so I could include a couple pictures from mm -hmm. the wedding, you know, so you mm -hmm. put them in her little gel cell with her. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Yep. My mother's that classy. And, uh, so anyway, so, but so I got, so I got just, you know, printed up a couple like four by sixes, but I put them in these nice little foldable, you know, like, you know, they're just paper, but they're little foldable things. So, you know, if she wants to sit on a thing or whatever, right. Put it in the envelope and it was one of those, uh, yellowish manila envelopes. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I put those in there, put the letter in there and mail it to the U S and then this was like October, you know, September, October. So roughly this time last year. Right. 
And um, and then she gets out of jail and then she dies in December. And maybe, I don't know, I want to say March of this year, I get in the mail everything I had mailed her from the prison system, right? They had taken it, put it in a new envelope and mailed it back to me saying prisoners are not allowed to receive mail in anything other than a white envelope. Oh, yeah. So the amount of money our prison system, not your prison system, but mine as well, you know, being from the US, that was wasted to take this letter thing, put it in an envelope, pay, you know, a person to do the work and then send it internationally back to me like six months later to tell me that it was the wrong color of envelope that I put it in. (laughs) So a, she never got the letter, which kind of pisses me off because you know, she passed away. And then, and then um, secondly, uh, what a fucking stupid erotic beer, beer, bureaucratic, 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 bureaucratic waste of money. Hey man. Yeah. Got to, got to spend those tax dollars somehow. I guess so. Yeah. So there you go. Now that we've talked about mail for 15 minutes, <laughs> you want to do a couple quick, uh, some of your random question generator. So we've got uh, Jamie found literally it's called randomquestionmaker.com, and it will randomly generate questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. But here's the thing. What we should do is whatever question we get, Mm-hmm. Add from the 80s and 90s at the from end the of the 80s and 90s. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise it's like, well, if it's our current life, that that's kind of that kind of that's not that's not what we're doing. All right. Okay. All right. So do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh it was your idea, so you go first. So does okay. that mean I ask, ask you a question? Or you ask me a question? I'll, I'll ask you one and then okay. I'm gonna refresh. It always starts with the if you were a mayor, if you were the mayor of your city. Okay. So you could hit re- random category refresh. So I'm going to go for it. Ready? Okay. Okay. What board game do you like the most from the eighties and nineties? From the eighties and nineties. Well, we talked about this on our board game we episode. We had an episode about that. So I mentioned uh, monopoly on that uh, Pictionary, or, or um, where the two I mentioned, I don't remember yeah. what my third one was, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but we um, have a whole episode about that. We have so, a whole episode about that. So, if check you really want to know out about, about that. that, there's a whole recent episode we did with Amy. Yeah. Um, about that. So go 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 check that out. I like how it. Uh, yeah, references to an episode we already talked about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's your turn. If you get rid, who writes this? If you get rid the world of one disease, what would it be? And that's actually how this is written, by the way. (laughs) If you get rid the world of one disease, what would it be from the 80s or 90s? Yeah, probably AIDS, right? Yeah, that was huge. It was such a pain in the ass and everybody didn't know what it was. So it was kind of all scary. And I would have gotten rid of that because it was just kind of a unknown, scary thing. Yeah. Um, I definitely would have gotten rid of AIDS because it was just just a kind of a pain and people were dying from it and people didn't know what it was and caused all kinds of problems. So definitely. Definitely AIDS. Good, good one. Yep. All right, your turn. Mm. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. Stop drinking your coffee. Your favorite day of the week 
from the from 80s, the 80s or, 90s. or 90s. Uh, well, because I was a kid then, my favorite day of the week would have been Saturday. Hell Hello. yeah. You start your day off with Saturday morning cartoons, usually with a bowl of completely unhealthy cereal full of sugar. Yeah. Uh, you hang out with your friends. And uh, yeah, it's it, you can you don't necessarily have to go to bed as early as you normally do throughout the week, or you're spending your night at their house, or they're spending your night at house. I mean, Saturday, one hundred percent. Yeah, and we have podcast episodes about cereal and about cartoons. <laughs> yeah. I love how these are all referencing the podcast episodes we've done. Okay, yeah. if you inherited or won a million dollars. What's the very first thing you would do with the money in the 80s or 90s? So if I know what I knew now, I'd go invest in a bunch of these tech companies, man. Like <laughs> totally all these technology companies that were t- really tiny, but blew, blew the hell up. And I, then I'd be even more wealthy. But let's say 12-year-old Jamie 12-year-old Jamie, a million dollars. Uh. I don't know. I'd probably disappear. I'd probably be like one of those missing 12 year olds on the, on the milk boxes. Like you'd never hear from me again. Cause I'd be in some exotic location, just kind of chilling out being a 12 year old rich kid somewhere <laughs> on his own. That's what I'd do. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm, I'm rich. I'm out of my shitty neighborhood and I'm going to go like chill out in some exotic location. Screw you guys. I'll see you on the milk box, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go. What did your family go on vacations in the summer in the 80s and 90s? Uh, Well, we were, as we've discussed, poor people in the 80s or 90s. So uh, we basically had two vacations. One was my sister and I would get shipped off to our grandparents' house and we would basically spend the summer with our grandparents, which, by the way, was great. Uh, We were always happy to go down to our grandparents'. Or like if it was like just with, you know, our, our parents or whatever, it would usually be like camping or something like on a weekend, uh, you know, going out to out of town and, and going camping because, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money to do that. So those were our, those were our two vacations. That's pretty much me too. Mm-hmm. Hook me up, brother. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your turn, isn't it? You're just going to sit there? Jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what jobs do your parents do in the 80s or 90s? <laughs> So my mom was a, like an office manager. So back then, I don't know if they even have her position anymore. So she used to schedule things and just kind of run the office, do some shipping, receiving, just kind of general office lady stuff for a little company that made like oil pump filters or something. Yeah, they still do that kind of, they're still office managers and administrators and that kind of stuff. And so that that that's what she did. Um, mm. That's it. <laughs> well, all right. What time did you normally go to bed in the eighties and nineties? I don't really remember. I'm sure it was reasonably early because my parents would have been happy to get rid of us. <laughs> so you know, like, yeah, all right, kids, it's nine o'clock. It's your bedtime. Or yeah, that sounds about right for when we were real little, nine or ten, maybe. Definitely not past ten. I stayed up really late because I had a TV with cable in my room and I'd just stay up really late watching Nick at night mm. and then be like really tired every day at school. Yeah. I didn't have a TV in my room, so I wasn't able to do that. I'd probably, I usually probably shouldn't read, have. Like, yeah. I'd go to bed and like read until I fell asleep and stuff, but that was about it. I'm watching reruns on Nick at night till like two in the morning. 
That's 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 the healthy way of life, kids. <laughs> Stay up <laughs> all night watching TV, kids. Stay up all night watching TV. <laughs> all right, bro. What do you got? Let's see. If you were in witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go in the 80s or 90s? In the witness protection program? Yeah. So 12-year-old Jamie sees a murder, gets sent off to the witness protection program. They give him the option of choosing his own name and where he wants to go. Reminds me of that Madonna video. Like, just like a prayer. You know what? Take you there. Well, she's like, she, she, she sees the, like the bad things that happen. And you remember that video? I remember the video. Uh, she's not in the witness program. Is she? Well, she looked like she was going to go be in the witness protection program or my blue heaven reminds me of that movie with the Steve Martin is kind of the mafia guy and he goes to the burbs. Well, that's that movie. Yeah. But I you, maybe want to do that. Maybe go to some kind of, cause I grew up in kind of a, shitty neighborhood maybe a night really nice town with a really nice kind of suburban place like where steve um martin went in my blue heaven what would your childhood name that you would name yourself be i'd name myself uh bradley (laughs) (laughs) bradley yeah they could send me like some yeah I don't know, some witness protection family and it's some really nice neighborhood or something. That'd be kind of nice. That'd be cool. What is your favorite smell from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> your favorite smell, dude. Sniff well, it up. As, yeah, as an eight-year-old, my farts. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Um, <laughs> uh, you ever gosh. do that thing where you cup your hand around your butt? Throw your butthole, and then fart, and then you go, and I go to my little brother, and I like, I yeah. like put it right, right in his front of his, like, right in his face. He'd be like, "Oh, you ever do that?" I do stuff like that to my sister too. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would have been my favorite smell as a kid? Probably maybe like, like kind of that bubble gum smell or cotton candy kind of smell, something like that. Probably some kind of a sweet smell. Probably would be my favorite smell as a as a kid. Mine would probably be pizza. Ooh, pizza's a good answer. Because then you know you smell the pizza, you smell the cheesiness, and then you know yeah. it's like VHS mm-hmm. rental or, or Nintendo night. Entertainment System. Something's going on. You know it's Saturday, which is our favorite day. Yeah. And our favorite. So you you smell the pizza, you know it's Saturday, and it's like Nintendo time. What's the worst job you've ever had? Well, did you have any jobs when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's Especially the worst in the part? 90s. I was... You know, teenager in the 90s. I, mean, I guess that's true. 90s. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I before I joined the military, um, I had a lot of jobs. I had a whole bunch of jobs. The worst one I ever had in the 90s was uh, before I joined the military when I was a teenager. Let me think. Probably this ice cream scoop shop at the outlet malls in Lincoln City, Oregon, when I lived down there. Doesn't sound that bad. It wouldn't have been because, and even the, um, my cousins worked there. So you'd think it would be a kind of a cool teenager job, but the owners were just so weird Mm. and they're just off the hook. So finally I, well, I literally walked out on that job. I'm like, I threw my apron in and we just walked out because they're just too weird. Um, so that's probably the worst job I had in the eighties and nineties. I've had a shitty job since I left college. 
that you and I could talk about. We probably work together for some of them. Shoot. But yeah, that's yeah. ice cream shop. That should have been fun. Should have been a cool job. But sometimes people are just freaking weird, man. All what right. are you going to do? All right. Well, let's say uh, one more each and then wrap it up. Yeah, one more each. Okay. Well, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had in the 80s and 90s? Uh, probably as I slowly turned into a pubescent child and had dreams that were inappropriate about some girl at school or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't remember really any dreams, probably scary dreams. Cause like now as an adult, I don't have scary dreams anymore. And so, but as a kid, and even if they're supposed to be scary, they don't scare you. Cause you just don't get scared of stuff. Right. You're exactly. like, Ooh, so scary dream. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> didn't work. Uh-huh. Going back to sleep. But as a kid, of course you have a scary dream and you wake up and you're literally scared and you don't want to go back to sleep. So stuff like that, probably something uh, like that. Freddy Krueger action, bro. Yeah, exactly. All right. For your last question, who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, that's tough. Hmm. In the 80s or 90s? Probably, it was probably little Drew Barrymore in E.T. Because I was just a little kid too. And she was so cute, this little cute little girl. I was like, oh, I want to hang out with little Drew Barrymore and aliens. That's awesome. So, probably Drew Barrymore, which is a good choice because like that, that, that's been a lifelong celebrity crush for me. And now she's got her own show and I'm like, damn, I just want to be on her show and hang out with Drew Barrymore. So... Yeah, she seems really cool, like from any thing. Yeah, she's she's him. cute. She's got this kind of quirky thing going on. She seems like she'd be fun to hang out with. So, Drew, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you want to go on a wine date, just let me know. We got a contact form on our webpage. I know you've been there. All you got to do is just press that button, girl. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> let Jamie know it's you. Let Jamie know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get people to... Give us mailbag stuff. You don't Drew's <laughs> not gonna Barry Moore's not gonna contact us. But that's okay. That was fun. We did our fun. own mailbag. Yeah. We yeah, we don't need you listeners. We can do it without you. There all you, you go. robots out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, all you bots that follow us. They need to teach the bots how to like message us. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Interact. Well, bots. we basically just used the bot for our questions. We did. Well, uh, for those of you that do listen to the show, 80s and 90s Uncensored, you can always follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook now, at the80sand90s.com. We have a website with tons of fantastic stuff on it, the80sand90s.com. We have a YouTube channel, the 80s and 90s Overlooked. So all kinds of 80s and 90s greatness. If you love us as much as we love ourselves, jump onto whatever podcast player it is you're listening to us on and give us a nice review to let us know that there are people actually listening to this show. And with that, we will say, I, don't, I didn't come up with an outro. We'll, we'll, we'll see you. We're out of here like our chances of getting anything in our mailbag. That's what we're out of here like. That's a good one. <laughs>